Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force it, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what TGC is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like you want things, and that is what the thing That's why I love you. There you have it. Hallelujah. Yeah. I'm just keeping the Holy Ghost. I'm Tonight, as you speak, we hear you clearly. Tonight, as you speak, we hear you clearly. Thank you, Holy Spirit. As you speak tonight, we hear you clearly. As you speak tonight, we hear you clearly. We hear you clearly. We hear you clearly. As you speak, Lord, we hear you clearly. We are well instructed in your word. We are well nourished in your word. We are well fed in your word. Oh, we are well, we are well fed in your word, well instructed. Lord, there's utterance. There's eloquence. There's free flow of your word. There's free flow of your word. There's free flow of your word. There's free flow of your word, free flow of your word. Kadi Gashina Moko Sataya. Beleko Stebelekia Kashati. Prago Supregedibia Kashati. Matinamo Ko Sedia Telegede. Faradabashto Pehesutia. Lepreges Suprahandeka. Prade Supeleko Suprahateka Shati. Mate Lepre Lodo Ko Setedibidiosa. Anaparakasu. Are we praying? Come on, pray some more. More intensity. If you're at work, pray under your breath. But be fully here. Be fully, be fully, you know, fully here. Fully concentrated. Namaka sute and the get. Barada bagashte susia. Lepra gosu pedidibidia gashati. Mako supre gedidibidia gashati. Lepra gesia tanamaka susia. Meliko supre ledidibidiosis. Mate kasu pelidia gashati. Lepra gisa tadidibidia gashati. Lepra gosa negadiza kadi gadara da lavara conosus. Makosa kita kati akashati. Mako super gadidibidiosus. Melipra gadashto koper gadiza. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Loyalty part two. How are we doing? How's your week been? How is work? It's fine, don't worry. Anything you say, just say it's fine. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. So continue our conversation on loyalty. Loyalty part two. We have a lot to say, so anyway, I stop today, we'll continue next week, okay? Yes. What causes this loyalty? What causes this loyalty? Some might be asking, why are we talking about this topic? Did something happen? Nothing happened. All right. Um, when people are not taught, something can happen. Do you understand? We cannot assume that we know what we have not been taught. Alright? So we have to be taught so that we know. 
We have to be taught so that we know. We should not wait till things happen, then start talking about it. We can prevent it by, from happening by teaching it ahead of time. Many people make innocent but costly mistakes because they were never taught. All right, so we can avoid those things by setting you know, um, the teaching clear right from now. All right? And because our journey is far, what we are going to is big. So you have to deliberately prepare for the weight of glory coming to you. All right? You have to prepare. Get the foundation right so that, you know, so that things don't grow out of order. You know, you can't afford to scale any illness. I just grow in I just grow in But the foundation, the pillars are not strong to carry the growth that you are doing. If you build like that, just a couple of morning, and that just falls apart on his head because a piece of the house just came out and it just come, you know, things falling apart. So we can prevent these things by building right, right from the, our young, you know, our young years. So what causes this loyalty? Number one, not discerning leaders' assignments. Not discerning your leaders' assignments. Okay? Not discerning your leaders' not discerning assignments. That might be for, you can be your church leader, your, now this thing that applies everywhere and it's important. It applies um, at church. It applies from you to me as your pastor. It applies from you to your unit aides. You understand? It applies at work also. It applies between you and your boss or your uplines. Okay? So one reason for this life is that people don't understand the leader's assignment. They don't understand the leader's assignment. Okay? They, so they expect him to do and be what is not. They demand from him things is not meant to do because they've not rightly discerned his or her assignment. Okay. So, not every minister is the same. Not every pastor is the same. Not every unit head is the same. Not every church is the same. God wants all kinds of churches for all kinds of people. So, that white garment church <laughs> can very well be gospel for some people. There are people that if they come here, they'll be bored and like, what are people doing? When they get to the white garment church, with their songs, their dance, their claps, they are very at home and are serving their God well. Is it your business? No. Now, we're not called to be church police. MFM is gospel for some people. Are they perfect? Maybe not. Are we perfect? Of course we are not. So God needs all kinds of churches to reach all kinds of people. God needs all kinds of pastors to reach all kinds of people. Now, there are great emojis that you don't just like them. They don't do anything to you, but you don't just like them. Why? You don't know, but you don't just like them. They didn't, do they didn't hurt you, but you don't just like them. Maybe the way he talks, you know, it's only too much. Every time talking like, you know, TDJX, we don't, I don't like, you know, it's, it's not bad, right? But you don't just, why some will say, Pastor Tolu, I don't like him at all. It's too, it's not, the energy is not enough. Can you give me rhymes, you know, rhymes upon rhymes, the energy dropping up and down? God needs all kinds of people, all kinds of pastors to reach all kinds of people. All right? So you can't expect your pastor to be like everybody else. Same also for your boss at work. You left UBA to go to Access Bank. 
You're not compare. Don't compare. You le- you left it to come here. They did not. You know you came. You applied. They took you. All right. Stop comparing people. If you don't like it, also to God be the glory. Be going. But don't try to change people to be what you want. That's selfish. All right. Even for unity, that's right. Stop expecting everybody to be the way you want them to be. It's unfair. It is selfish. So, the person is not inferior or superior. The person is just different. That is very fine. Do you understand? This is not, not inferior or superior. Just different. And that is very fine. No, in this church matter, we can't afford to feel like our church, you know, is the only church in the world. Yes, you should feel like, you know, church is the best. That's right, right? But you have, you have enough common sense to know that there are other great churches and other great people that God is using. And thank God for that. Otherwise, the pressure will kill all of us. If we're the only ones making things happen. <laughs> pressure. You know, it's so bad that Christ, you know, he's going to hide to rest. He's going to hide. People will find him there. All men seek you, sir. It's not funny for all men to seek you. You know, we can, you, people enjoy the glamour of fame, of success. But demands are heavy. You know, even I'm blowing, right? But, you know, we're not even there yet. But working at Andrew, I'm thinking, if anybody sees me now, Pastor Leon, Pastor Leon on Twitter, the way I'm dressed and all that kind of stuff. So imagine where you are now mega successful and you're not the only thing in your city. So you should be happy that God has many people. So that's why if you make a mistake, the entire church of God in Nigeria is not dead. Do you understand? That's undue pressure. So be happy that we're not the only church that God is using. We're one of many. That's how we should be. All right? So you should also know that we are different. All right? So to compare with another emoji is unwise. I can't sing like him. I'm happy, I'm happy he can sing that way. He can give us good songs. He can sing. Maybe if I learn so I can, but I'm not there yet, okay? So, eh, pastor does not sing like Kinnikon, Kinnikon. Really? Church is not far. <laughs> All right? So, people sometimes get offended because, because they're comparing people with another person. All right? So, God needs all kind of people to reach other, you know, all kind of pastors to reach all kinds of people. It doesn't make anyone inferior or superior. It just makes you different. And God will not judge me by another person's work. He will judge me by my works. God won't judge you by someone else's work. He will judge you by your works. And the way he judges you is by the gifts he gave you and opportunities. So if, if they give me something, he won't judge me by it. Do you understand? So I can't afford to compare myself with those he gave that thing to. He didn't give me. Do you understand? So if you're going to you know, um, avoid being disloyal, you have to discern who your boss is. Spiritually and physically. How does he process stuff? What does he call loyalty? What does he or she call support? You know, some people you can walk all day, morning to night, and drop dead. They don't to them it's not work. You know why? They do not see you. To them, love and support is that they are seeing you every day. When you come in the morning, oh, my God, how are you today? You know, you talk a bit, how are you doing? Kinikon, kinikon, kinikon. You now go and walk to them. You feel, ah, my person, we connect. You know, if you don't know that about that person, one doesn't care about that, you do kinikon, 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 but to him, you're not doing anything because 
is not, is not, is not speaking in the way, you know, he or she interprets love and support and loyalty. So you have to discern, this works, you don't, now think of it beyond church. You just come on set for leadership, that even, in your, even between you and your boss, that you must know how people define these things. Discern your leader. It's not you, you're not talking ass, as they call it, as they call it in, in secular terms. You're just being wise. People call it ass sucking. No, it's just common sense. It's common sense. Some people can labor all day and get nothing because they don't know, they don't know the way into the city. But the one that knows the way, that's what needs to get, get done. And it's praised by everybody because he knows the work that's rewarded. Do you understand? So discern your leader's assignment. Glory to Jesus. Matthew 11, 1 to 6. Matthew 11, 1 to 6. Matthew 11, 1 to 6. NKJV. If you are there, say I'm there. Okay, it's on the screen. Let's go together. One to go. Now it came to pass, when Jesus finished commanding his 12 disciples, that they departed from there to teach and to preach in their cities. Verse 2. And when John... Okay, verse 2. Amen, amen. Let's make it fast. Oh, online church, hold on a bit. Should we continue? <laughs> what about our recording? Let's give, it, let's give it two minutes. What? I know, let's give it two minutes. Okay, verse two. Verse two. And when John had, had in prison about the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said to him, Are you the one coming, or do we look for another? Verse 3. Jesus answered, Are we together? Verse 3. Sorry, that's verse 4. Sorry, verse 4. Answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things which you hear and see. The blind see, and the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The deaf dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended because of me. Wow. So, John had been in prison. And he heard about Christ. The works he's doing. And you would think that John would feel like, ah, he's doing his job right. But there was John thinking, I'm in prison. He's not calling riots to save me. You get? He's not protesting about it. He did not fight the, the, the government. He did not protest. He's just doing his thing. You know, people like the Jews at that time, they were thinking that the Messiah will come, you know, and yank over the government from the government of the day. It will become their physical government. That it will take over from the clinical, clinical, chase Rome away, and all that kind of stuff. So, he was not asking, are you the one who is coming? Or is there somebody else coming after you? Why? In that moment, it was not well discerning the ministry of Christ. So he was expecting things that Christ would not do. So Christ told him, now, the job I'm called to do, I'm doing it. See? The blind is seen. The lame is walking. Okay? So the one I'm called to do, I'm actually doing it. That's what he said, though. It's not my job, so don't measure me by it. So many times you see leaders and you wonder, why is not this one, not, not this one, so he's not, he's not, not doing that. Because you wrongly discern his ministry. Eh, why, why are the persons not talking about our government? Why are they not protesting and all that kind of stuff? Now, we say this is innocently, right? But because we, sometimes we wrongly discern people's job. 
Do you understand? So also, when you don't understand your pastor's assignments, you, you expect him to do things that are out of his own place to do because you don't understand what his ministry and calling is. Someone will say, Pity, when are you calling for 40, 40 fasting and prayer? I don't feel I should. So if you want that from me, it might be the wrong place. Do you understand? If God so lets, so lets us. Maybe we will. But you cannot afford to judge me by things not, you know, in my assignment. Do you understand? Your job is to follow the leader, not to dictate what he should be. Your job is what? Follow. Submit, not to dictate to him who he should be. Glory to God. All right? And any leader that lets himself be pushed beyond, you know, away from what God has sent him, okay, will have himself to blame before God. That God doesn't allow his, his men, his women, to let people lead them into people's wishes. Galatians 1, verse 10. Galatians 1, 10. Galatians 1, 10. Galatians 1, 10. If you are there, say, I'm there. Galatians 1, verse 10. Want to go. For do I now persuade men, O God, or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a born servant of Christ. Do you see that? That if I try to be a people pleaser, I cannot be a God pleaser. This is so important for life and ministry. If I rate, if I overdwell on people's opinions, I cannot be a good servant of Christ. And sometimes, these things are so subtle. When you hear the crowd, not that you hear God, you follow the crowd. You didn't plan to write, but the crowd, crowds, the crowd you're hearing, so that you're hearing the crowd, not hearing God. It's why, as a minister of God, you must learn how to separate from the crowd to be with God. You can't be online all day, social media all day, and fulfill purpose. It's not possible. The crowd will jam your hearing. They will block your, they will block your hearing from God. All right? So people say, voice of the people is the voice of God. Not always so. Canal men can lead you in ways of God. Even spiritual men act carnally. Peter told Christ, you know, God forbid that you die. His purpose was to die. Peter said, God forbid that you die. Peter. One minute ago, Peter spoke by the, by, by the Holy Ghost and spoke about, you know, who Christ was. Next minute, in the same chapter, the same day, was saying, God forbid you for your purpose. God forbid you are that. Why? So even spiritual men can act carnally. So it's why, you know, as leaders, you have to be careful the voices you are hearing. Who is speaking to you? Very important. I'm, I'm, right, I'm dropping my notes. Okay, I'm moving there in my notes. Very good. Now, can I take it was told by many people that we are hearing from God that you go and join people doing tent, 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 um, tent meetings and open your own tent also. They all claim to be hearing by God. But I can take you for sure that God did not send him to do those tent camp meetings. Everybody was saying it. But I knew that, no, it's not God's word to me. So the voice of God is not the voice of the crowd. Are you following me? People can confirm God's word to you. But it's not wise that people be, be the initiators of God's word to you. 
one of my friends, a pastor friend. His father, father, father is also a man of God, so his ministry is under his father's ministry, okay? Sounds under his father. And people have told him that, you know, God says the Lord, though, it's time to leave your father. You have got bigger things. Leave your father. You know, funny, funny prophecies that God did not say. People can see your gift and assume it bigger than where you are. This is your gift is so much. Come up with your own church. Why are you still here? And because you have your own, you know, you have your own, um, your own weaknesses too, your own ulterior motives too, those things begin to speak to your heart. You begin to believe them and get into trouble. Glory to Jesus. All right? So, you can't compare your current church with your former church. Your current pastor with your former pastor. We are called differently. We are wired differently. We lead differently. Okay? So, don't be angry when I don't do things that you think I should do because you think because you, you misunderstand who we are, who I am, and what our job is. All right? Now, when God demands loyalty from you to people, it's not because people are perfect. Amen. So, it's not because TGC is perfect. Why, why are you loyal to TGC? God sent you here. God made you, God made you your pastor. So, that's why you are loyal. Not because I'm perfect. Glory to Jesus. Are we still together? All right. So, for example, Saul was terrible. He was even mentally ill. At some point, only Saul looked Right? But David was loyal till the very end. David could have said, maybe God told me I'm the next king. So, since I'm anointed now, if God has left him, and God is now with me, let me, let me help God to end the matter. Let me help God to kill him. Before men, that would have been wise. But before God, trouble. Do you understand? People say things these days like, you know, it's, it's now, it's our days now. God has left the former ministers of God. It's now a generation's time. Wicked people, demo, demonic thoughts. You don't kill Moses to become Joshua. God will tell you when, when Moses goes that Joshua or Moses is dead. Not that you want to kill Moses or you tell God Moses is dead. God will tell you. God will, when, it's, when Moses actually goes, God will come and tell you himself. Not that you tell God or you tell people, ah, Moses is dead. It's now Joshua's turn. Demonic spirit. Glory to Jesus. Also, so you must also know how to bear with your leader's uniqueness. Amen? How to what? Bear with your leader's uniqueness. This shows up in different ways. Some leaders are talkers. They will talk, 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 then do. Some are spontaneous. They just do. Amen? Some will talk. Then stop talking, start thinking. One day, just do it. Learn your leader and follow suit. You can't change him, only God can. All right? Follow suit. You know, it works for even marriages. Your partner, your, your babe. That people are different. No people do. Start comparing your babe with, 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 with another girl outside, with another man outside. That man, this so and so and so. My boyfriend, my, my, my best friend's boyfriend, is so romantic. He buys her flowers every day. What about you? Why would you buy flowers? You are becoming disloyal. Stop comparing. Stop comparing. Celebrate what you have, what God has given you. Celebrate people's uniqueness. Glory to Jesus. 
You know, people say things like, you know, ah, pastor says so and so, no. But if it's me, sir, I won't, I won't do that. I'll do it this way. You are being disloyal. You know, to say, ah, if the pastor is doing, sir, I don't like it, sir, but we have to obey, sir. If it's me, sir, I will not do it. You are being disloyal. And it will cast. When a choice is made, you fully back it everywhere. If you don't like any choice, you read that mix. It's not for public discussion. Go and make that yourself and talk it through. Ask questions. But we're going everywhere saying, ah, my, even, even at work, see, we're a Christian, we're meant to be loyal everywhere, not, not only in church. So your boss does something, not telling people, ah, what's going on here? Ah, it's fresh, right? Ah, go any choice. Yeah, you're being disloyal. You're being a gossipy, bad person. What should you do? If you don't like a decision, and you can talk, talk, to about, talk to him about it, talk to him. Doesn't he agree? Do your job. With your full chest, support. Glory to Jesus. Okay, so rightfully discern your leader and follow. 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 Number two, that causes disloyalty. This is offense that comes from misunderstanding. Offense from misunderstanding. This is very similar to the first one also. Offense from misunderstanding understanding. Many people don't know how ministry operates. They don't know how their church or leader operates. So they are easily offended. When people don't have understanding, they walk in disorder. When people don't have understanding, they walk in disorder. When 2.5 says, when 2.5 says, you know, they do not know, they do not understand, so they walk about in darkness. When people don't know or understand, they walk in disorder. So, so some of the new church, I find some workers not, not, not performing optimally. You find ah, workers are slacking. Why is pastor not flogging them? Yeah. But you just came. You don't know them. Pastor knows them. He knows their history. He knows where they are coming from. To you, they are doing badly. But to him, he is seeing improvements. To you, they are so terrible, but he knows where they came from. You can see their upward growth curve. So you can't flog them. You say you want, them, want them to flog them. For some also, he knows their history, how they were so vibrant and, you know, very dedicated. He knows that, okay, this person is the new face of his life, struggling with so and so challenged and all that kind of stuff. So he can afford to, not they can afford to, but we can understand why he's where he is today. The pastor, the leader, likely knows. And it's about loyalty, it goes both ways. As we're loyal to you, you're also loyal to me, meaning that as you have to build your weaknesses also. Do you understand? I'm able to be able to your with your down times. Not every time, you know. You know, not 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 fighting you over every when I can sometimes just understand that okay, ah, it's a season, they face. Loyalty goes both ways. So when it comes to when you don't understand, ask questions. When they answer you, be okay, shut up. In every minute, you are called to give your best, not to give my best. You can't give my best can only give your best. So give your best and leave others to do their work. Otherwise, you get offended. Glory to Jesus. See also, you know, um, Mark 26, let's go there. Mark 26, 6 to 16. Matthew 26, 6 to 16. Matthew 26, 6 to 16. For I dare say I'm there. Matthew 26, 6 to 16. All right, let's go. Want to go? 
So from that, Matthew 26, 6, 16. I want Jesus, are we there? Matthew 16, 6, 16. Jesus was in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper. A woman came to him with an alabaster flask of very costly fragrant oil. And she poured it on his head as he sat at the table. But when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this fragrant oil might have been sold for much and given to the poor. Verse 10. When Jesus was aware of it, he said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a good work for me. 11. For you have the poor with you always, but me you did not have always. For in pouring this fragrant oil on my body, she did it for my burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever the gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done also be told as a memorial to her. 14. The one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, What are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? And he counted out to him the delicacy of silver, so that from that time, such opportunity to betray him. You see that? So, before then, just already had this, had this, you know, now it works. Small, small offenses with Christ. You know, small, small beefy and day. Plus his own personal greed. Don't forget, this guy always stole from that same post. So he's wondering, if they sold that oil and put the money in the post, I will have more to steal from. So even though he was hiding me behind, you know, I could have given money to the poor. His own personal greed was also speaking. But here is the issue, right? You know, it was his misunderstanding of giving to, him, to an MOG in, in this case made him offended. Why does he have a private jet? Did, did you buy it for him? Is it your money? Misunderstandings lead to this loyalty. All right? Why didn't you just sell the jet and give to the poor? Is it your jet? We are not called to police people's lives. No. Don't police people's lives. Do your work. Follow. Christ said, you poor, you just always have among you. So, that is because of giving to the poor. It, it doesn't always work. And that same Christ, from, the, from, the, from, from his ministry post, they always give to the poor. So, we now bought, someone now bought clinic of free. I said, you know, there's room for giving to the poor. There's room for also doing other things for, with, your, with your resources. Glory to Jesus. So, misunderstanding can lead to offense. So, what someone now say, the poor private jet, I won't give my tithe again. What are you doing? Me? On the church? No, you are fine. Your tithe, your giving is for your life. If you stop, people, other people will give. Amen. 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 I want to say once that, you know, how come, you know, my church, their university, you know, I can't afford, I can't afford my, my child cannot afford to go there. So I will leave the church. What are you doing? You live with us. Will they miss you? Really, will they miss you? I won't give there again. Misunderstanding leading to offense. Glory to Jesus. Someone comes to a new church and, and you know, a new church with it's a, it's a gift. And when I, just, when I just get the last one like this, after three months, they'll give me to preach because I'm gifted. You know, people are like that. I, people are, I promise you, people are like that. 
that they come to a young church. Because this church is young, they think that very soon they will get to the altar to preach. People are very like that. It's understanding begin to offense. Just come with your gift. Your first thing in your mind is how you express your gift. You're a user, a selfish person. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Some people are not taught, so they don't know. They don't know. All their head is my calling, my gift, my calling. My... They don't know. They've not been taught. They are working in disorder, selfishness, disloyalty, wickedness. They were never taught. Glory. So you don't come to the church with all your head is my gifts, my calling, my assignment, my purpose. No. That's how it works. You will get there. You will save. If it's wash toilet, you wash, wash it with all your chest. That gift keeps it somewhere first. You will save. While serving, God will lift you. No serious pastor that has common sense. I promise you. We just give today because you can sing, give you mic. You can preach, give you mic because you can preach. Very soon, that pastor will not be in the ministry again. Very soon. That kind of foolishness, God hates it. That kind of what foolishness, God detests it. So when it comes to a new, a new place, your job there is to serve the vision. And the pastor there, serve. Not, 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 not because you want to rise, but because you, are, you know that that's your job to do in any, in any place you find yourself. To serve. To serve. Give your best. Glory to Jesus. The way God leads people, that God leads people by being faithful in little, then he gives them much. We rise by being faithful in little. First sweep the floor first, before you want the mic. Sweep the floor. Wash toilets. Do washer. Do care. Do technical. Leave the stage first. Stop some design where you can show. No. Ministry is not showmanship. It's not what? It's not showmanship. Guess what? If you come to, the, to this pulpit with that kind of attitude, when you come here, you mess things up. Because we're here to show, not to bless. So you say nonsense. This is common. You are surprised. It's so common. So common. Any, any pastor that gawks himself, let me use your language, gawks himself in that, in that thing, very soon, cut off where Alright? Let people be faithful in little. Even in your units. Before they come and sing on the altar, come to the altar first consistently. Come early. Rehearse for, no, rehearse for, for rehearsing sake, no, no altar. Rehearse. Do you get my point? Work hard there. Be diligent. Obey every rule. Not that you came to your gift, you do audition. Next week you're on the altar. I will flog, I will flog a unit there. I will flog the person. In church, we don't rise by gifts, but by character. I promise you, let me tell you, let me tell you the truth. If I lay hands on you that God, and God tells me lay hands on you for singing gifts, you will sing. God tells me that, bring Borodo at night now, and lay hands on her to sing. She will sing to shock you. She will so sing like, oh, what should they sing? So, in church, it's never about gifts. Character. I want one emoji friend. God told him that that's your, that's your head, of, head of choir, Saka. Like Saka now. Why? Attitude. I'm the most, sing, most singing. Sack that, put someone there that can not really sing. But that was God's will. But guess what? Power will flow. And nothing will flow because people's art, when your art is right, grace will follow it. 
When the art is right, grace will follow. All these guys in the north, they're not the best singers. I don't know about you, but it's over Sunday. I don't, I don't think he's the best singer. In, in, I don't think he's one of the best. It's the grace, the anointing that follows a good art. All right? So, faithful in little, faithful in much. When you get to a church, stop trying to serve your calling. No! And I was joining prayer because I feel like I'm caught. No, no, no. Go where I needed, where you can serve. No, you can show your skills. Don't be a user. Save the vision. Save the what? Save the vision. Save the fun. Save. Stop trying to use God to show off. Don't use my church to show off your own. Your, no, it's wrong. It's bad behavior. Save. While saving, you will rise. Is this why God saw? The tall, David's tall, tall brothers, well gifted, well built. You know, in those days, it was important for kings to look like you too. God looked over them to the man in the bush. It's not about gifts, it's about the art. And what's it about Moses? It's about David. He was a man after God's heart. Glory to Jesus. So, before you eye, in fact, help yourself so you can succeed in life. Stop eyeing people's positions. Stop it. Save. 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 Faithful in little. Faith, God will lift you up. It's God that promotes men. You know, when I was in school, um, now for my 400 level, you know, they do this interview, final year for us to become, you know, the joint body schools. And they interviewed me, and they asked if I have a fiancé, whatever you call it. And I said, no, I have a girlfriend, because I was too young to be calling that word fiancé. It, it was too big for my mouth. Okay? <laughs> and they were angry with me that it was too spiritual to say you have, but I could not just say, <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't get any, any position officially. But in that, in that year, I was a major player, not by position. Do you get? But God will lift you if you are right with God. That job came to me in my room. Okay? So you don't lobby for position. You don't lobby for it. You serve. Let God lift you. Let God single you out. Serve. Don't serve, don't serve to rise, though. As in, serve because, don't serve because you want, you want to see you and promote you. Serve from your heart. It is God that lifts men. Whatever your hands find to do, do it well. Find something and do it. Let me tell you again. No leader that, has, that, is, that is well learned, that, is, that, is, that has sense, promotes on gifts. It must be daft to do it. Do you understand? Only a daft leader promotes on gifts. Omate. What of knowledge you? Omate. Glory to Jesus. My university days too. I stand past my fellowship. I stand pastor. And my Jesus, my Jesus came, to, came and asked me one time. He said, so what's your job in this fellowship? I said, no sort of nonsense. Sort of nonsense talk, you know, is to do so and so. 
to preach, to, to teach, to lead, that sort of crap. He told me, your job is to save your pastor, full stop. So like, wow. It never occurred to me that with all my spiritual gifting, that's not the point. My job is to serve my boss. So my boss not telling me, totally do that, totally do this. You get, but my job is to serve my boss. That's your job. Whatever God puts you, your job is to serve. Not, not serve yourself there. Serve who you are sent to serve. So it means that it's not about your calling yet. Don't come here and look for where your calling is to serve. And I tell you, go to Washington. I'm not coming here. I'm called to sing. I must be in the Wi-Fi. I must sing in the Wi-Fi. You should not sing again. You should ban you from here. So whatever your boss says, Oita, now your job is to be awake. All right? <laughs> so whatever your boss says is your job, is your God-given job in that season. If you jump that, that, if you jump that process, you'll be in trouble before God. Glory to Jesus. First Timothy 3, 1 to 13. So, serve your pastor. Through those that are put over you. Your unit head, serve where you're there. Stop arguing over everything. You're not the only one there. Serve. Stop saying, if I was the leader, okay, I'm not the leader. Okay, it's not you, so serve. If I was the one, you are not the one. And it's not yet. Alright? Let's go from 1 to 13. We have to rush it, okay? This is a faithful saying. If a man is at the position of a bishop, it is as a good work. Two, bishop then must be blameless. Please follow. Husband of one wife, temperate, sober-minded, of good behavior, hospitable, able to teach, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not covetous. See, 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 see the characteristics, okay? Let's go on. One who rules his own house well, having a strict submission with all reverence. For a man doesn't know how to rule his own house, how will he take care of the church of God? So, you are called to ministry, but you believe that anything goes in your family. That should be, you know, we are liberal people, you know, my child doesn't need to learn Christianity. Can anyone can choose anyone can choose anything he wants. Can anyone can choose. Yeah, you know, everything goes. All right. Such that I make you unfit for ministry. All right. Let's go. Verse six. Not a novice, lest being puffed up with pride, he fall into the same condemnation as the devil. See, look at this. He says, "Don't give a novice position." So even if he has all the spiritual in the entire, in the entire world, let him be to sweep the floor. That's his most noble job. That's, at that point, that's his most noble job. You don't give a novice, a new convert, position, leadership. It will mess it up. Pride will kill him like the devil. Do you understand? So let people grow. Let people grow. Let people grow. All right? So even though he's super gifted, it's good. Let him do small things first. Small things first to show his character, they can promote him gradually. Let's go on. Moreover, he must have a good testimony among those who are outside, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. Likewise, deacons must be reverent, not double tongued, 
not giving too much wine, not, not greedy for money. Look at that. All the mission of the faith with a pure conscience. Verse 10, look at this. But let those... Look at this. Let's, let's take it again, verse 10. But let this also first be tested. They let them serve as deacons being found. So he says people should be tested first. Tested first with small things before you give them big things to do. Faithful in little. Faithful in much. First what? Be to show that they have those characteristics. Let people first, let time test their behavior. If you don't learn it, you learn it by force, with tears. Alright? In leadership, at work or anywhere, let people first be tested. That's why they say work experience. <laughs> let people first be tested. It's important. It's important. Don't give, don't give people your destiny to do experiments. Your work, that you work all your life. You give a novice to run it. All the best to you, man. All right? Then first be tested. So I people would rather, you know, employ from another company than to go and look for a fresh one. Rather poach somewhere because you know that experience that shouldn't can be, you know, can be, can be tested with stuff. It's just common sense. All right? Let them first be what? Tested. Eleven. Likewise, their wives must be reverent not slanderers, temperate, faithful in all things. See, if you should marry male or female, ministry will be hard for you. If you want, she marry male or female, ministry will be hard for the person. There's a quality of wife that the minister needs. And also quality of husband that the minister needs. If you should marry the name of love, 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 ministry will become difficult. While you are preaching, your babies outside causing trouble. Oh, the shit again, no. Ah, yeah, so again, beat somebody up in, in, in the choir. That, that, you know, he slapped somebody. Oh, he slept with that one. You my point here? Oh, yes, I was preaching in church. He's taking banana at the, the corridor. Then this is happened. Okay. <laughs> so, if you want to be want to fulfilled in life and ministry, who you marry is important. In fact, some wives make their husbands disloyal. My husband, they're a pastor. Oh, preach, oh, camp, oh, preach, Jula Jari. And because your wife is a powerful influence on you, like in your head, you know, it's weird, it's weird, it's swelling, the ego, it's weird, it's swelling. Ah, it's true, sir. And they preach now, having wrong ideas, get into trouble, for falling to condemnation, falling to pride. Things are important. The higher you go in leadership, the more we marry is important to me. The higher I see we can go together, the more we marry is important to me. Sometimes I can see future chaos. I can see future counseling. Yes. I can see future counseling work that we can avoid. Do you understand? So the choice of who you marry is important. Why I'll be asking questions. Tell you that guy, God forbid the worker, not your portion. Do you understand? These things are important, all right, in loyalty. That people are first tested. In fact, the, the ministry will not give you until you marry. Church will not give some work until you marry. So they can even see, let them see, let them first marry right first. It's important. Therefore, we give you branch. Do you understand? Before we give you branch, branch pastor, let's even see. Who you are bringing to us to marry? 
You say you like your pastor. Your spouse does not like your pastor. Wala have come now. There's no way Wala have come. No way about it. Wala, no way. You say, God sent me to you to serve you. Can you come? Can you come? Your spouse says, I don't like it here. Wala has come. The Lord give you work. Let's see, says that your baby <laughs> likes it here. These things are important. All right? Lastly for tonight. Hmm, do I have time for this? I'll start here. Anywhere I land it, we'll continue next week. But is this good so far? Are we learning? All right. Unbridled ambition and pride. Unbridled ambition and pride. Now, First Timothy 3.1 says, if you desire the only place of a bishop, it's a noble desire. Right. Very accurate. It is good that you desire that office. The same way it is good to want to be rich. But when your desire for something makes you cut corners, you're becoming demonic. You're headed to the devil. So it's not, it's not about, so in another place of wanting something, it's good, but when, you, when you're now doing anything to get it, you're in trouble. So when you are so ambitious for something, for office or position, you like getting to trouble, getting get to this loyalty. Glory to Jesus. So it makes people pursue what God has not given them. They are pursuing that God has not given them. They want what God did not give them. So they are, they are willing to steal for it. To man over, cut corners for what God is not giving them. Many people see, see the glamour and not see the work behind it. Ambition. You are just seeing the glamour. You don't see the actual work that goes into the glamour. Glory to Jesus. Make people see the glory and underestimate the cost. They overestimate the glory and underestimate the cost. Sometimes people see successful ministry and saying, How come you're successful? Safe? Okay, no, I'm preaching. What are they preaching there? See, they are big church. What are they preaching? It's true. It's not talking through your heart. See, God is the giver of success. When people succeeding, don't leave them. Stop saying that club done better. Why, why? Stop it. It's demonic. Celebrate people's success. Celebrate people. Wow. God is through them. Wonderful. Oh, glory to God. Celebrate it. Stop saying, ah, me, my anointing. I will do better. Um, this thing is a popular trap for people that are actually gifted. But it's good when you're a child. When you're 17, 18, 19, 20, they are growing, grow common sense too. All right? You see your leader, I tell your leader, I can sing better my leader now. Tell me yourself why he's singing. I can sing better. Why is, why, who, made him, who made him leader self? I can sing better. You are, you know, people do it too. Not yes, but people do it. How comes that choir leader? Who gave him Kiniko Kiniko? I can sing better. I have more experience in this, I can sing better. The guy is singing in your head, that looks for correction. The pastor is preaching. You are, in your head, you are correcting him. That one, he didn't say it well. He could have said it like this. He could have landed like this. He's shooting, only barra, he's bullying. All right? In the kingdom, we rise by faithfulness and serve not by gifts. Rise by faithfulness in service, not by gifts or ambition. 
you must realize that it is God that promotes. Not, don't promote yourself. It is God that promotes. This is the era of Satan. Satan told himself, I will, I will set my throne above the throne of God. I will promote myself above my master. What happened to him? He was cast down. I will do my own thing. Run my own show. Above my master. Glory to Jesus. You know, this is showing, they're showing you know, themselves in many ways lately. Now, I'm not saying every, everyone that does this is, is, is wrong. But there are, these days, there are many parachurch, parachurch ministries, many parachurch. Everybody's doing one program or the other. Everybody's doing his own prayer. You know, everybody's doing his own, his own, his own ministry. Everybody's doing, and they're all saying God said. So if you don't like church, I'm wondering, this doesn't look like church now. Well, they say it's not church. But well, you want weekly programs. You want daily prayers. You take offering. What else is it meaning? Fiscal building. That's what it meaning. You know why? Because they want to show gifts by force. They want to show, I can teach, I can teach. Go and start the local church. Sweep the floor. Sweep. You will rise. You are not working in your church. You are having part of church ministry. Are you okay? Who sent you? Nobody even knows you in church. You call yourself to parachute. You're everywhere every, every doing programs. Are you okay with yourself? A member nowhere. They don't know you anywhere. Glory to Jesus. I insist that before you do any, 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 any ministry, anything, serve your local church. Do you know that in Acts 13, the body of elders called Paul and Silas another another level. They didn't call themselves. Do you see that? They sent them out. They didn't send themselves. Glory to Jesus. This is not vital. Serve somewhere. Don't just go to where you can hide and nobody will see you. That nobody says nobody says nobody cares about you. You have ministry calling. Go and serve where you as in can actually serve. 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 Stop looking for everywhere to preach. You will preach preaching, you will preach, you will preach it. Is your calling right? You will preach it. But how you start is important. How you start is what? It's important. It's important. Now you need for small years to start your own work. You soon see that need to germinate. The liberty, the liberty went to steal. Manova here, manova there. Glory to Jesus. I believe strongly that most people doing parachute ministry today are not sent by God. I believe it's mostly your gift that is stopping your life. I believe so. Use that gift to sweep the floor. Use that gift to do what? Sweep the floor. On the, on the one that sends you, the one, the one over you says, I think it's time to do so and so. If you serve, God will speak. Mm-hmm. 
glory to Jesus. Don't be in a hurry for these things. Don't be in a hurry. If you are starting so in the church, before you start anything, tell your pastor. Once you want to do a program, tell your pastor. It's order. It's order. Let him say, okay, or no, not yet. And you obey it. It's not blind, the man of God. It's not blind. That you have, it doesn't mean you are ready for it. That you have gifts, doesn't make you ready for exposure. Nope. Doesn't make you ready for exposure. Doesn't make you ready for exposure. Doesn't make you ready. Doesn't make you ready. Once you are out there, the mark on your back is bigger. Sometimes you need to be more trained in character before you give yourself, you know, show yourself to the world, exposure. Some people, they will, they will bounce them from church work. They will go up on their own. For some people, they have scanner in their church. Maybe they call them clinical, clinical, clinical girl and all that. Next thing, they've gone out to do their own thing. Now, now it's, because online is easy now. Online. Everybody's a YouTube pastor. YouTube, Telegram. Everybody is very easy. Glory to Jesus. Do I have more time for this? Let's see Absalom's case. Second Samuel 14. Not 25, 26. Second Samuel 14, 25, 26. Sometimes, some, the, sometimes the know of your leader is your preservation. Is your what? Preservation. Is no sometimes is your preservation. It's not holding you back, it's preserving you. Let's go together. Now in all Israel, there was no one who was praised as much as Absalom for his good looks. These are our last stats. These are what? When you sing, ah, you they sing. Wow. Do you sang today? Everyone was just so anointed. You know, there was clinical, clinical. It doesn't even his crush that make that person talk, but you believe because the head must sweat. Wow. You can sing so much. When you let prayer, everywhere was shaking. Project, calm down. I got cover. Point it back to God with humility, the giver of grace. When you tell that glory to yourself, you'll be in trouble. Look at this. From the sole of his feet, of his foot, to the crown of his head, there was no blemish in him. Ah! Amen. We want a fine tongue. 26, 26. Look at this. And when he caught the hair of his head at the end of every year, he caught it because it was too heavy on him. The hair was so much. The hair was heavy on this guy. The hair was so much. Ladies, you know, you can never relate. There was so much. The hair was heavy. Look at that. When he caught it, he weighed the hair of his head at 200 shekels according to the king's standard. Look at that. So, this guy was charismatic. In church, we we'll say, you know, he had charisma, spiritual gifts. You know, when he prays in tongues, carry a kadash, then it gets, oh, yeah, it's just sweet. It's now fine again. Amen. Chapter 15, verse 1. Let's hurry this up, okay? Chapter 15, verse 1. 
chapter 15, verse 1. Chapter 15, verse 1. Okay. What is that happened? That Absalom provided himself with chariots and horses and 50 men to run before him. Verse 2. Now, Absalom would rise early and stand beside the way to the gate. So it was, whenever anyone had a lawsuit came to him for a decision, Absalom would call to him and say, what city are you from? And he would say, that is from such and such a tribe of Israel. Verse 3. Then Absalom would say to him, look, your case is good and right, but there is no deputy before the king of the king to hear you. All right? Moreover, Absalom would say, oh, that there were made judge in the land, and everyone who has any lawsuit or case will come to me. Then I would give him justice. Look at this guy. And so it was, whenever anyone came here to bow down to him, that they would pull out his hand and take him and kiss him. Use charisma to kill them. Fine boy, charisma. So they would come to talk to him, he would take their hands. You know, when a king's son that is fine, he does that to you. You feel honored. The king doesn't have my time. King knows, you know, in quote, king knows send us. Right? But this guy is always there for us. And he's so humble. With his beauty and his charisma. He's so, he's so unassuming. <laughs> he's so humble. Let's go. Verse 6. In this manner, Solomon acted towards all Israel who came to the king for judgment. So Asalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. People came to the king. Asalom blocked them in between. People do this low-key in church. We gave you influence to run a church unit. To run a church, you know, arm. Use our influence to build your own thing. You now do a side program. So people that, that came to you in the name of TGC, not here, I'm just going to an example. It's an example. It's an example. Okay? I came to you in the name of TGC. Now follow to your new thing. All right? Some people do, do it even deliberately. Some people are gamers. They are schemers by nature. So they do this deliberately. So once they get that influence like that, the plan is, how do you your own benefit? They now open a side thing so that when you say, TGC is small, do their own small so that people that are here follow them here. They came for the king, not Absalom. Absalom could stand there because he was the king's son. So he used the king's power to rebel against the king. Says so the Bible says he stole the art of all, he stole it. Let's go on. Verse 7. Now it came to pass after 40 years. Now, Sebastian says four years, so I think, that, I think it's four years, not 40 years, okay? That Asan said to the king, please let me go to Hebron and pay the vow which I made to the Lord. All right, let's go. Verse 7. For the servant took a vow while, while I dwelt at Geshur in Syria, saying, the Lord did bring, did bring me back to Jerusalem, then I will serve the Lord. Verse 9. And he said to him, go in peace. So he arose and went to Hebron. Then Absalom sent spies throughout the tribes of Israel, saying, as soon as you hear the sound of the trumpet, then shall I say, Absalom reigns in Hebron. Look at this. Verse 11. And with Absalom went 200 men, whether from Jerusalem, and they went along innocently, did not know. Some people don't, some people don't know anything, too. They just follow Shah. Blind people just follow Shah. You know how to smell rebellion. Not everybody follow. Cho, cho, cho. You know how to smell. Just say a new person on social media. You can teach, you can, teach you can preach. Ah, just join Telegram group. Stop following everywhere. Now, this guy declared himself king. 
Samuel ordained David. This one ordained himself. Declared himself king over Israel. Let's go to chapter 18. Chapter 18. That's what happened to him. Chapter 18. Chapter 18. Chapter 18. Let me just summarize it, okay? So in chapter 18, as the war went on, all right, this guy's air was what's cobarding. That same air that was his beauty was all stuck in between trees. He could not move. That was where David's men found him. His air got stuck there. That was where they found him. His gift killed him. His gift what? His gift killed him. Let God promote you. Let God what? Promote you. Don't let your gift promote you. Let God promote you. Stop being a self-seeker. Save. Save and let God promote you. Can we rise this evening? Can we rise? Father, I'm instructed. I'm instructed. Are we praying this evening? I'm instructed. I can't hear you guys praying. I'm instructed. I serve faithfully. At work. At play. At church. In my office. I serve faithfully. Please pause. Pause. Start praying. People use their bosses' clients to start their own business. It's wickedness. It's wickedness. And I can tell your boss's client that. Boss charges you 2 million. I'll do it to 1.5. You're a thief, a robber. It's unfaithfulness. Before men is wisdom. Before God you stole. This is not a place that work a lot though, in business. People actually have their boss's clientele in their hands. So before they even leave the company, they're already pitching people. They'll go there in the name of their boss with official car of the boss. Okay? <laughs> and steal people's clients. Guess what? Before the world, this is wisdom. But it's not how we rise in the kingdom. We are loyal men. We are loyal men. If you are faithful to another man's own, then God, peradventure, will give you your own. I'm a loyal person. I serve faithfully. I serve diligently. Just pray to God right now. Commit yourself, you know, and check your heart, okay? And repent where you need to repent. Repent where you need to repent. Where you have been a self-seeker, Repent. Repent. We have been a self-seeker. Repent. 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 Commit your ways to God right now. Commit to being faithful. To service. Commit to service. Commit to service. To service. To rise the right way. Do away with pride in your heart. Repent of the pride. When you saw your leader and told yourself, Kilo Tiemogon, what does he even know? Ah, he's my leader. Repent of it. Rise so you can rise the right way. So you can rise with a pure heart, without, without, without blood on your hands as you, as you, rose, as you rose through life. Like, you didn't kill your boss to succeed. You didn't what? You didn't kill your boss to rise. Lord, I walk circumspectly. I walk circumspectly. I walk circumspectly. 
I serve diligently. I serve faithfully. With a clear conscience. 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 Father, we thank you tonight. Jesus' name we have prayed. You know, when you're going to start strategy, people gave me suggestions that was very good, good ways to cut corners. People told me things to do that have meant that, you know, you know, I will say I'm where I was before, but we'll do my own thing. Knowing that I'm about to do my thing, I'm about to leave. I'll not do side program for a while. Knowing my heart that I'm leaving, you know, I didn't know, know that, get my point. Knowing that I'm leaving you know, very soon, I'm, I'm ready to go. Another side program, maybe weekly or monthly. What will happen? People there, what will happen? They'll follow me. And from there, I use them to break away. People told me that, but my, my heart, clear conscience, is important. That you nurture a clear conscience. Don't be a thief. Don't let, don't let glamour call you to ministry. Don't let it call you to. Let God call you. When it does, let, people, let them send you off with a clear heart. So know that you annoyed them, you broke them, and you left. Let them release you that. Now I'll guide you, okay? He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't break anything. He didn't spoil anything to live here. We release him with a clear heart. No offense. Do you understand? Hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website, www.thisgreenchurch.org, for more info. God bless you.